Hey, everybody. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to We Are Better Together. Yes. We're super glad that you're here. Yes, we are. Today, we're going to be looking at Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. the cross mm-hmm. because it has a lot to actually say about marriage. The best example, in fact. Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're going to dive into really two key things here, but we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump right in. Here we go. Hey, I'm Justin. And I'm Alejandra. And, and we, we are, are better, better together. together. Okay, everybody. All right. So this is Passion Week or Holy or Week. Holy Week. We just got into a little tip we about just, yeah. <laughs> which one it actually was in Google. We literally Googled Google. it to make sure that it was the right one. But She was the, the referee. Yeah, it's actually both. We consider both Passion yeah. or Holy Week. But this is the week, uh, you know, of course, Easter's coming up this mm-hmm. weekend as of the time of this recording. So. Yeah. Uh, talking about Jesus and his sacrifice, you know, there's there's a couple of things that Jesus's sacrifice on the cross really illustrates well yeah. that is very applicable for marriage. And that's what we want to talk about today, those two things. But, you know, we see God establishing the covenant in marriage. And an example of that uh, was when he established the covenant with Abram in Genesis 15. Right. And uh, we dedicated a whole podcast episode to this. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we talked about it in depth. But just to kind of recap there, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much God was talking to Abram. He was promising right. him uh, this land, which that he was going to give over to him. And, you know, he's going to be the father of many nations, that kind of yeah. thing. And uh, he, he basically uh, made this kind of land deal or treaty right. in Abram's time uh, but he did it with Abram and and when it came time for you know uh, Abram to make his end of the deal uh, you know God did his part and instead of letting Abram do his part yes. he he walked through uh, that Abram, yeah. uh, covenant aisle uh, in Abram's place right. saying that I'm going to keep up to my end of the deal Abram yeah. and if not then you know, uh, then death really is the result, right? right? Because I didn't, I'm not keeping up to my word. And Abram, when it was time for Abram to go through, God didn't let him. He said, but you know what, Abram, if you don't keep up to your part, then let it be done to me. Right. Uh, as it's been done to these sacrifices as right. well. And so you see God committing to both sides yeah. uh, for, for both him and for Abram. And I love it because it's a foreshadowing of Christ on the cross Mm -hmm. that Jesus said, you know what, I'm committed to uh, our relationship, you know, and I'm going to keep up to my part, to my end. And of course, we know we couldn't keep up to our end because that was the whole that was the whole gist of the law. You know, uh, when God gave uh, the Israelites the law, I mean, there were so many commands that they had to that they had to live by. I mean, I I think it was like 600 plus, (laughs) you know, different commands that they had to abide by uh, in order to be, quote unquote, living correctly in the laws of God. And of course, you know, the law is what literally brought about the failure of man. And it really showed that, okay, if if us as human beings mm-hmm. want to be righteous because of our own right. Uh, acts, right, or the way we live, then this is what we have to abide by. Right. And as sinful human beings, yeah, it's, it's impossible to keep yeah. the whole law from beginning to end. Right. So Jesus, and I love what the word says, he came to fulfill the yeah. law. 
not delete the law, mm-hmm. not get rid of the law, to fulfill the law yeah, that's good. for us in our place. Yeah. And the Bible says that he took our sin upon him. Mm-hmm. Literally in 2 Corinthians, it says that he actually became sin. sin yeah. Uh, and he who knew no sin. Right. Became, became sin, sin so that we might become the, the righteousness, righteousness of God. God. Yeah. So you see this, uh, this picture of Jesus being faithful to a people who are not faithful to him. Mm. And you talk about that in the, you know, in the weekend uh, preceding Easter, Palm Sunday, right? right? Talk about the praises of, you know, yeah. of, of Jesus riding in on the donkey and the praises of his people. Uh, you see this whole effect uh, that he's being worshiped, that mm-hmm. he's being, you know, because literally the Israelites thought that, he was coming to literally establish a kingdom yeah. and probably forcefully take back Israel from. Uh, like they wanted a military leader. Yeah. They yeah. wanted somebody who was going to make uh, Rome pay right. and everybody else pay. And then he was going to reestablish the kingdom right. of of Israel right. again. Right. And uh, Hosanna. Yeah. That was a whole Hosanna. Save, save, save us now. Yeah. Right. But that's not what he did. Mm-hmm. And then you get through Holy Week here, and then the same people that were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna, mm-hmm. you know, glory to the highest. Yeah. Were then, you know, a few days later, yeah. literally yelling, crucify him. Yeah. Crucify him. And, but the uh, you see in, in the word that Jesus's commitment to his people never wavered. It never changed. And the beauty of that is, you know, I love what uh, I think it was Paul that said is that while we were yet sinners, sinners yeah. Christ died for us. Yeah. He didn't wait until he had a verbal commitment or a heart right. commitment or any kind of guarantee from us mm. in order to die for our sins. And so yeah. it was just that picture in and of mm. itself really gives a beautiful picture of how marriage should be. Yeah. A very sacrificial love yeah. in between two people that are choosing the relationship yeah. over being right. Yeah. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just think about that for a second. That really this is a, a, a spiritual truth here. That yeah. you sometimes you have to choose the relationship that you're in. In unity and commitment. That's what we're going to talk about, those two things. Right. To do that over being correct. You see, Jesus, yeah. if he would have stood on his own righteousness, yeah. on being correct, we'd all be condemned. Right. We would all pay for the pro- yeah. the pay the price for our sins. Yeah. Because that's what we did. Yeah. We crucified him. Yeah, he did nothing wrong. <laughs> he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Yet he withheld nothing from us. Yeah. That's he good. gave it all. And he didn't care necessarily about being right in that factor because he knew that us on our own, we couldn't do it. Right. Yeah. The wages of our sin was death. Death. Yeah. And he took the death for us. That's good. So that really gives a a very clear picture to two things, unity Mm -hmm. and commitment. Mm -hmm. When uh, I do weddings, you know, and we marry folks and part of the wedding ceremony we talk about this in a certain section we talk about commitment and unity Mm -hmm. and we talk about it in the form of of just how we described it with jesus that Mm -hmm. you know there's going to be a there's going to be plenty of opportunity 
where your will is going to be crossed right and you're going to have to choose yes to be or to prioritize your relationship mm-hmm. over being right and i think yeah. that's hard yeah well especially i mean if that person has the person offended you right like you're offended with that person and so the last thing i want to do is in my flesh of course but the last thing that i want to do is say oh but we're on the same team and like we're together on this because I'm like I'm pissed like <laughs> I'm mad at you, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, should I not have said yeah, that? We're gonna bleep that one. Out. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like I, I'm mad at you. Like I don't I don't want to. I don't like unity is not the first thing. I mean, this is just real talk. I mean, right. genuinely, like when I'm mad, I don't think that way first. And I mean, maybe the Lord needs to you know chisel that <laughs> away in my heart. But like. Right. It's just, it's not a natural response of our flesh to, to look at the person that has offended us and say, like, but I'm, I'm still with you. Right. And, and that, and like you said, that is, it's really hard, but Jesus being the perfect picture of that and really showing us how to have that sacrificial approach to this relationship, to our marriage. Um, It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And frustrating and yeah. difficult makes and me say bad words like that word i just said committed <laughs> you know it's yeah it, it is it does have its place for sure uh where it can be very tough but it is very beautiful i mean that's total commitment you know yeah. that's total giving of yourself to your spouse so we're going to talk about unity and commitment yeah let's kind of talk about unity first mm. and what unity looks like in marriage Mm-hmm. I think we try to, or sometimes it's unity become labels itself as uniformity. Yeah. We have to good. look the same or be the same. Mm. But I don't know if you guys realized, but you probably married your opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and we say it a lot, but if you guys were the same, one of you would be unnecessary. Absolutely. So. <laughs> and you guys, you know, you married your opposite uh, because together the way god puts you yeah. you make a complete human yeah you make a whole us yeah a yeah. whole us so th- at the beginning when you're dating those differences are probably cute you know yeah. you say, oh that's cute you know oh i love that she does this or i love that he does this or you know like yeah he's not like me she's not like me there's yeah. that there's, there's an appreciation an, yes. yeah there is definitely an appreciate appreciation yeah for the differences yeah the way you do things differently but man get six months to a year into your marriage <laughs> and some of those differences yeah actually become uh not disruptive but not just, annoyances maybe yeah, i think yeah or just more annoying it just becomes difficult now because once where you celebrated each other's differences now it's like uh sometimes it just it it, it presses on you Right. Because your spouse doesn't think the same as you do. Right. You know, and it's simple things, right? <laughs> I push the toothpaste from the bottom of the tube. Yeah, and I'm not. You know, Alejandra squeezes it right from the middle. I sure do. And uh, those are the little things that can pile <laughs> up, you know. Or you can have some really big arguments or, sure. you know, differences. Sure. And it's the toothpaste situation that pushes the water over the edge. Right. So unity is not uniformity. Mm-hmm. But I believe unity is more in our differences. We are still united 
to the common goals in our marriage. Yeah, we're still choosing our relationship. We're still united above all else to the love and the commitment we've made to each other. Right. So true unity is to choose the relationship mm-hmm. over being correct. Mm-hmm. And any of you who've ever had any argument with your spouse, you know that this is difficult. Yeah. Because being correct, I think, like we were talking about earlier, everybody wants to be right. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be wrong. No, sure don't. And especially, you know, this was a, something that I struggled with heavily. There's like a, a justice thing in me. Yeah. Where when there was injustice, it was it was tough for me to handle. Yeah. And I would personalize it. it w- yeah. I would... Uh, embody it yeah, you wouldn't let it go i wouldn't let it, it go uh sometimes it would lead to close to you bitterness or you know mm-hmm. some uh, anger even that, grudges that, of yeah. like holding that kind of against yeah against i mean if it was me or, or whoever it was but like that oh was, it was very much a oh, i'm out on them yeah never mind you know yeah i'm done i'm done with that yeah. and so mm-hmm. th- it's hard it is very difficult when you're when you want to be right because mm-hmm. you want to fight for what's right yeah and and Sometimes, and I'm not talking about like sin, right? We're not talking about letting yeah. sin pass or, or, you know, but we're talking about things where necessarily there's not really a right or wrong here more than what I believe is correct and what you believe These is correct. These are opinions. These are correct opinions. Yeah. So for example, <laughs> let's talk about it in this format. Parenting. Hmm. There's many different opinions out there about how to parent your children. Right. Uh, there's many different approaches about how to parent your children. In fact, let's dial a little bit deeper. Sleep training. Oh, my when goodness. When your child is three <laughs> months, six months, you know, you're at your wits end because you have no, you don't know how to get your kid to sleep through the night. And, and some, you know, maybe some of you out there, you had, you had, you know, perfect babies and they maybe didn't, didn't, oh, yeah. you didn't have this issue. Oh, we love but those people. Oh, if you Google <laughs> like sleep training, you know, yeah. like there's going to be different methods out there, different opinions. Right. And it's not necessarily more of which one's the right or wrong than which one is right for you. Yeah. And so in parenting, you're, you know, you guys out there listening wife may be wanting to parent your kid the kid different and the husband Mm -hmm. may be wanting to take a totally different approach right right but unity is not okay you know what we're going to do it my way or the highway right unity is not well um i don't you know we have to be we have to think the same on this thing you know no unity is this is what I want to see accomplished in our mm-hmm. parenting. This is what you want to see accomplished in our parenting. So now how do we come to an agreement on that? Right. And, yeah. and staying together. And staying together. Being committed to stay yeah. together. Because if one of you bows out and says, well, fine, we'll just do it your way. That's just not, it's not fair. I mean, right. like you, it's the whole, I mean, we talk about, you know, the win-lose, the lose-lose, the right. win-win. We talk like, about that as well. In these situations, that's what we want to see. We want to see a win-win, but the only way we get a win-win is when we stay committed to, to being together on this. Like, we have to stay together on this. We have to stay unified. This is what true unity looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And so thinking about those things, uh, you have to come together, and it's not about being right. Right. It's Because remember, the end goal here in this scenario is parenting 
together right. correctly. Right. Not even necessarily correctly. I'm sorry. I'm going to backtrack well, that. Well, correct Parenting for you. Parenting in unity. Yeah. 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 And so. Finding what's right for yeah. you guys as a family, yeah. as a unit. Now, that's in a good sense. Yeah. Now, there's unity in this other sense. Mm. There could be something that maybe your spouse is just very, very bent out of shape on. For example, you know, like I've, we, we've talked about this before, but this is a major one. Alejandra wanted to stay home when she was yeah. working full time. Right. And I thought she was absolutely nuts. Yeah, there was no sure way did. we built our life on a two on two incomes and we had everything yeah. we wanted and there was no way we could uphold that with her staying home. But yeah. she really felt like the Lord was calling her to stay home. I thought she was crazy. Yes. Um, I thought this wasn't going to go very well. This isn't suit what we were trying to do right. or fit any of the current goals or whatnot. But, you know, I mean, guys, you listening out there, when God speaks a word, his words can be very disruptive. Yeah. <laughs> very That's disruptive good, in what you're to trying your to accomplish. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so when when I had committed to being in unity with Alejandra and we were going to walk this out, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was the right idea. I really right. didn't. But what I the the greater thing there was I had to honor the fact that Alejandra as my wife mm-hmm. was feeling a very specific right. move from Holy Spirit to do yeah. this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not the judge and jury on this thing, mm. so I can't, you know, I mean, I could as the head of the house, like, sure. I just came down on a hammer sure. and rule with an iron fist and say, no, that's not it. We're going to think of something else, but yeah. that's not, damaging o- yeah, that that's be? not okay. That, that's, yeah. Man, it's, it should be very, very rare that you ever have to function in that yeah. role. If ever, yeah. Yeah. And so now granted, there may be a time or two because you, you see something else and then you know, God's giving you clarity about something or vision into something. And then, of course, if when your wife sees that seriousness in your eyes, I mean, you know, she'll follow. But back to that whole story, I I couldn't do that because I could see inside of Alejandra's Mm -hmm. eyes that God was saying something. So, you know what? It wasn't about me being right in that sense. At that moment, I'm going to choose a relationship and if Alejandra wanted to walk this out, we could. it could have been a massive disaster. Sure. But at the end of the day, it wasn't about the disaster or it wasn't about the outcome, yeah. if it was good or bad. It mm-hmm. was the fact that I saw God moving in my wife in, in, in a very specific way, and I was going to get on board with it. Mm, yeah, that's good. And so that's part of that unity aspect that, that you know, sometimes your your spouse is going to think very left field about something. Yeah. And, you know, you got to choose a relationship over being right. Yeah. There's a coming together, but choosing to stay. There's a coming together to discuss, to, you know, you know, mesh your brains together about how you're thinking about the situation, but yeah. the commitment is to stay unified that's through right. it. Yeah. Neither of you is bowing out. Neither of you is saying, well, that's it. I'm done. Neither of you is saying this is, I'm going to have my way no matter what. Like right. neither of you is taking that approach. It's we're, we're together. That's no right. matter what, at the end of the day, we are going to do this together. Because we are better together. Yeah. We need to like have a, we need to make a jingle. jingle. We should. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Jinx. So I'm not going to owe you a Coke. But, uh, <laughs> so, but it, kind of in the third aspect here, I'm, I've, I've all of a sudden numbered this thing. But there's... <laughs> it's very characteristic of you. Yeah. In the, in, the, in the unity aspect, one last thing before we move on to commitment. 
Now, we've talked about, you know, coming together, deciding on something like the parenting thing, right? The whole win-win. Yeah. We, we just mentioned talking about, you know, hey, when you see God moving or maybe somebody, you trust your spouse, you, you move out there and, and it's not about being right, but about, you know, staying committed in unity. Right. But there's also like on the bickering days. Yeah. You know, yeah. on the hard days when you're when you're just at each other's throat or I mean, I remember, for example, you know, when Alejandro and I were in full time ministry, we were doing worship ministry a lot. And uh, yeah. uh, I, let me tell you guys something uh, for those of you. Some of you know me and how I am in this realm, <laughs> but I can I, my dominant personality yeah. side, which is very low. Yeah. If any of you are familiar with the disc, right, my my dominant, the D side of me is is low on my personality but for some odd reason it comes in shooting high in worship yeah uh and i guess it's because yeah it's in a music thing it's a worship thing more music i guess but you know there's playing right notes and you know technicality the the technicality executing right you know knowing your stuff knowing your music showing up prepared that kind of thing so we would get on the platform Mm mm-hmm and I would address certain things or like address wrong notes or, hey, guys, we need to take this section over again. And I would move into that dominant personality space. And my love, how would you describe me in that yeah. in that mode? Well, the, the thing that about that is you are not a harsh person like in your nature. You're not harsh. You have a very um, soft like you you're strong but you know how to do that in such a tender way like there's you just have a way with words and your delivery when it comes to that (laughs) yeah there's there's a harshness about it there's a bite at the end of it and not because you mean for Mm -hmm. it to be harsh or you know hard like that it's just it's just it's that important to you that's the part of your personality that really does come to life in that in that realm and so and so this is this is my wife describing (laughs) this harsh harshness right now i don't know maybe some of you guys out there who we've done worship together can attest to this i don't know how harsh i was in fact but because i have relationship with my wife and she knows me best when I turn and have a tone with her, that doesn't typically go very well, right? Yeah. Well, you don't. You you don't. Talk and I don't to me that normally way. have that. You right? don't. You don't relate to me that way but ever. I will tell you guys. In my thinking, <laughs> in those moments, is never to be that. Right. I'm never out there to like get short and to the point, or to be harsh at all. Uh, it's just there's a goal, there's a mode. We're gonna get after it. We're gonna do it. You know. Yeah. It's just that part. And of your so it's that part of my personality. So there's been plenty of times we've gotten in the car. After a Sunday, and I have had to apologize to Alejandra for something, quite frankly, I didn't feel like I did wrong. But uh, therein lies again the unity. It wasn't necessarily the fact that I was trying to be right, but it was I was choosing my relationship with my wife. Alejandra felt that I was communicating with her in a certain way. It's okay. I'll own that. And I own it today. Even today, sometimes (laughs) I get on that platform, I still get into that mode. Yeah. And she has more grace for me now, you know, because yeah. we were figuring each other out. Well, then. there's that responsibility on that my sense, part to believe yeah. the best about you. And, right. you know, that, I mean, you know, that's another right. podcast, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's choosing unity, choosing yes. the relationship mm-hmm. over being right. Yeah. So the second thing is commitment. So now mm-hmm. commitment, when we talk about true commitment, that's when your will is crossed. Yeah. And yet still choosing the relationship again mm-hmm. over being right. Mm-hmm. So like we talked about this, you know, last example of unity moving into commitment. This is perfect. 
And let me tell you guys something. There are seasons that you go through in your in your marriage where you feel like, man, we're just not on the same page. Yeah. We're not getting along. We're just missing we, each we're other. We're missing each other. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not even drastic. Maybe you just feel distant. Yeah. Maybe you and your spouse just haven't uh, haven't connected. Sure. You know. Uh, but when at in, when especially in times when you're butting heads a lot, mm-hmm. sometimes that's when the enemy comes in and he mm-hmm. sneaks in these ideas that, hey, maybe you didn't marry the right person. Yeah, that's very real. Uh, maybe this isn't for you. Yeah. Maybe marriage isn't for you. Yeah. Or maybe they're out on you. Yeah. Maybe you need to start over. Yeah. Uh, maybe you need to, you need to just run for the hills on this one. Yeah. Make your decision. You need to divorce Mm -hmm. and you need to move on and start fresh. Cut our losses and yeah, move on. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's those little lies that the enemy inserts in there. And we start to entertain them. Mm-hmm. And then every negative interaction we have with our spouse after that Just start is almost up. like <laughs> the enemy saying, and here's another reason why yeah. you need to divorce and start over. Here's yeah. another reason why you start your spouse is out on you. Here's another reason why. And then you start building mm-hmm. almost a case yeah. for the divorce yeah. or the separation. Yeah. And these are the times when we have to really rely on the commitment Mm -hmm. that we made to one another. Mm -hmm. The fact that in this season, my will is being crossed. Yeah. I am being offended Mm -hmm. by my spouse. Yeah. Yet, right in this moment, I need to choose the commitment that I made. Yeah. I'm going to remember, remember what I said I was going to do. And sometimes it takes waking up every day and saying, nope, I'm committed to this woman. Yeah. <laughs> you are not a bad husband for thinking that. Yeah. I promise. Even yeah. that sounds terrible, ladies. <laughs> but there's days where you ladies are going to have to wake up and say, no, I committed to this man. Yes. Because here's yes. the thing. We've talked to married couples, uh, you know, and counseled a few over the years. And sometimes they come to us with all these mega issues, but they think that, Man, with all this stuff is just starting to add up and you know, I just don't think this can work anymore. Right. We just don't we just don't know how to go from here. Yeah. We're in a wrong place, we're in a bad place. But the irreconcilable difference. Yes. Well, you know, that's the number one reason why couples get <laughs> yeah. divorced in America. Yeah. Irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Irreconcilable. Reconcilable. Silable. Yeah. yeah. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I want to just challenge you mm-hmm. if that's where you are right now with your spouse today. And stop for a second Mm -hmm. and wonder something different. What if you're right where you need to be? Mm. What if the problem that you're having with your spouse right now uh, is it's being surfaced in your marriage because God wants you to work on it? Yeah, that's good. God wants you to come to an agreement about it. That's good, yeah. God wants to unite you in unity Mm -hmm. towards Maybe do some pruning. Like maybe start cutting some things away. Start chiseling, like I said earlier, away at maybe some places in your heart that you've you know, hardened to maybe whatever situation you're going through. Like it's not, it doesn't feel good and it's difficult sometimes, but there's like you said, like when it's bringing, when it's being brought to the surface, the Lord sometimes is putting his finger on it and it's like that right there. That's what I want to, that's what I want to deal with. And it's tough. Yeah. It's never easy, but what I want to challenge you guys in this is ask yourself that question and 
even just think about that this may be something God is doing, right? Yeah. So what you need to do mm-hmm. over this the the course of these days in this season is wake up every day and yes. recommit to your spouse. That's good. Yeah. Recommit to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Lean on that covenant that you guys made. Yeah. That today you're going to choose mm-hmm. the relationship over being right, mm-hmm. even as your will is being crossed. Yes. That's really good. It'll and change everything. Yeah, My it goodness. changes everything. <laughs> and this right here, it's going to turn the tide on your yeah. on your marriage because yeah. now instead of having the um, having that uh, that thinking that yeah. oh my god this is over or mm-hmm. oh my god I got I got to get out of here right. type of mindset yeah, almost panic yeah the panic mindset yeah instead of thinking along those lines now you, you can really slow down take mm-hmm. a deep breath and even ask god what are you trying to show us right now right how yeah. can we get better mhm yeah that's good so as you go into Easter weekend mm-hmm. or whenever you're listening to this episode, yeah. as you're reminded of the sacrifice that Jesus made on the yeah. cross, mm-hmm. uh, let it also be a reminder. So number one, let it be a reminder of the covenant you have yes. with the Father. Yes, that's good. The new covenant that we yes. walk in because of first. his, yes. right? Because of his body and his blood. Yes. And two, let it remind you of the covenant with your spouse. Mm, that's good. That it's one and two, baby. That's it. It's that's right two. there, right? Because <laughs> the most important relationship is yours with the Lord. Yes. And the second most important relationship, which is the most important on this earth, right. is your spouse. Yeah. And uh, let that be a reminder to you as well. Yeah. To be in unity with yes. your spouse and to commit. Being yes. a recommit every day. Yeah. Uh, to rely on that covenant that you made. Mm-hmm. Baby, you want to pray for us as we yes. uh, kind of wrap will. this time up? Yes. Yeah. Lord, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you um, that you show us what sacrificial love looks like. You show us what it looks like to be in covenant with you. And because of that and out of an overflow of that, we get to now um, have that with our spouses. And so, Lord, I pray that as we go into this holy week, this passion week, as we're remembering your sacrifice, Jesus, would you just um, help us to look more like you in that way? Help us to sacrifice um, some of those harder things, some of the, even the little things that are in our marriage, but also some of the big things. God teaches how to sacrifice for our spouses, how to love um, sacrificially in that way because of what you did, now we can. So we thank you, Jesus. We um, seal this time with you and we thank you for every couple that's listening. Will you just be with them as they go about their week? In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So get your spouse, get your kids together this weekend. Go to church. Yes. Find a good Bible-based believing Mm -hmm. church in your area. If you're in the Amarillo area, we'd love to see you at Messiah's house. Okay. Uh, And you can look us up online there. But anyway, yeah, get to church. Remember what Jesus did. And uh, yeah, let him into your marriage Mm because he wants to do some things in it. Okay. That's right. All right. We will see you on the next one. Bye, y'all.